Hey you, welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. I am your host, Joanna Sanchez, an entrepreneur with a passion to serve others to be the best versions of themselves inside and out. I am the founder of Joa Fitness Coaching, a health and fitness coaching platform that focuses on creating an experience like no other for our clients. We preach the importance of having a healthy mind, body, and soul. It is not just about the physical changes, but also about bringing yourself to alignment to serve your purpose as a human being. In this podcast, I bring inspiration, motivation, education, and love to your life. We will be diving deep into the topics of health, fitness, business, personal development, spirituality, and much more. This is a space for you to join and learn how you too can live a fit and fulfilled life. Now let's go ahead and do this thing. Woo, guys, I am so excited to bring you guys this amazing episode with the one and only Jake Woodard, who has been a huge part of not only my spiritual awakening, but Shanice's spiritual awakening. And that is the reason why we are now transforming so many lives by using health and fitness. He is literally a sacred energy healer and it is phenomenal the types of transformations he has been able to achieve in others by just being himself and posting the content that he posts. He has some amazing podcasts on the Awake with Jake show and that is when it all started for us. That's when I started really diving deep into everything that he had to teach and one of the biggest things he teaches is Really how to transform and raise your vibration by becoming very aware of harmonizing your masculine and your feminine energies. Yes, that's right. You have two energies that we must all harmonize in order to live a fulfilled life. So I'll go ahead and let this podcast do the rest of the talking. Make sure that you pay close attention, take notes, and I hope you enjoy it. Let's go ahead and dive in. All right, guys. So I am so excited right now to have the one and only Jake Woodard. Jake, this is something so funny, but I tell all of the people that I talk to you about or talk about um, you to... I say that you're literally the Beyonce of the spiritual realm, the male Beyonce of the spiritual realm. So <laughs> I want to welcome the male Beyonce of the spiritual realm, the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So guys, the way that this happened was just so amazing. You guys all know that I've been talking so much about the law of attraction and the way that Jake Woodard has brought so much light into my life, Shanice's life, um, our client's life is just so divine. It's been something that's been so amazing. And I'm honestly so honored to have had like energetically connected with you, Jake. It's been something that's been so awesome. So thank you once again. And yeah, let's go ahead and dive in. So Jake, I want to ask you, what really led you to your journey towards your divine purpose? Hmm. A lot of pain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, like, I feel like every person in this world of healing or anything, even in the realm of fitness as well, 
I think that if you're authentic, you come from a place of wanting to serve people. But that came from me with having to find my way through my own darkness. And that's really what it takes is like you, you have to be willing to walk through your own shadows and look at your own wounds if you ever want to be able to help anyone else. And I think at really the core of everyone, no matter what you do, no matter what type of work you do, we all want to help people. You know, like it feels good to help people. And ever since I was a little boy, that's all I could remember, you know, just wanting to help people, wanting to serve people. And, you know, I grew up in a small farm town with more cows than people. <laughs> and I grew up throwing hay on farms and, and pounding nails working construction with my father. So I grew up really in a pretty rough environment. My dad was very physically and emotionally abusive. He tried killing me multiple times. And, you know, my older sister, Jocelyn, who was my best friend at the time, she uh, got into heroin addiction. And I, I went down that path with her and witnessed her ruin her entire life to crack cocaine and heroin. And I noticed that all this stuff was being brought to me in my life, my, in my own stuff too, my anger, my alcoholism, my obesity, all these different things that were being brought to me to be teachings, right? So I could learn how to work through them. So I could embody all of that stuff, all of these earth school teachings. Mm -hmm. So I could bring that forth into the world. Now at the time I had no idea because I was just really stuck in my ego and stuck in my victim mentality and thought that all of this was happening to me, you know? So when I got through this, this stuff of like 20 years of suffering, I came to this realization of I can continue to be a victim in my life now, or I can choose to take responsibility. And I chose to take responsibility and I committed myself to my healing, to my awakening. And I just kept chipping away at it little by little. I just kept peeling back the veils of the illusion of all of the stuff that I had attached myself to. Because that's really why most people stay suffering and in pain is because they're so attached to who they think they are. They're attached to their labels and their identities. They're attached to their trauma, like all their childhood stuff. And that's who they think they are. Their unworthiness because they never got it from their father, the, the, the love and support or whatever they experienced in their childhood. So these stories, they allow them to define who they are and they continue to stay perpetuating their suffering through that. But when I started to break this narrative, this model of who I thought I was and how I thought the world should be, everything began to shift. I love that. I love the way that you explained everything because I can for sure um, also resonate with that. And that's something that we preach with Joa Fitness Coaching. We preach that it's so important to go deep into your identity and who you are like saying that you are like where did these these traumas come from so we dig really really deep in the in, in what we do with health and fitness in order to allow people to realize that you're not losing the weight and you're not achieving your dream body not because of your just your nutrition or your exercise it's because you've identified yourself as this person that your old traumas led you to believe that you you are leading you to the behaviors that you've acquired for your whole entire rest of your life and it's so so important for us to really dig in and find what that is for our clients so i love that you bring that up because it's so true once we start releasing and removing these blocks and these 
these um these walls that we put up it's just amazing what what we attract so i'm so happy that you that you said that um with your experience with health and fitness did you start noticing physical changes when you started doing most of your healing or how did that go for you yeah definitely um, so I was 80 pounds heavier than I am right now. So I've definitely went down the path of being very overweight and I was bullied and picked on for most of my life for being overweight. And you know, the, the bullies used to call me five by five and cause I was five foot tall, five foot wide and all these different things that really hurt me. Like I wore sweatshirts to school in the middle of summer because I didn't want to be picked on for my man boobs, you know, like that's how insecure mm -hmm. I was. So I felt a lot of shame and a lot of guilt around that, around my physical body. When I got into all this, I thought that was the answer. You know, I started out actually doing health and fitness coaching and I'm like, wow, this is so great. Like, I wanna help people lose weight. But like the more I dug into it, I'm like, wait a minute. It's not the weight that they're struggling with. It's the internal world. Yep. Because the weight, the, the body is just a manifestation of how they feel internally. So the more I peel back the layers of my own healing, which is all we can ever do, I started going deeper with people at the emotional level, the spiritual level, the energetic level. And then I was like, wow, like, this is really interesting how this keeps showing up deeper and deeper. But it really was, it was really beautiful how I kept coming deeper and deeper into it. Because like I said, I started out working with the body, you know, but then like the more I, I went deeper into the body internally, my own body, I started realizing all these blocks, these energetic blocks that caused me to put on this shell, this armor to protect me from the outside world which was the, the physical manifestation of being overweight. And I think that with so many of the clients that I've worked with over the years, that's one of the trends that I've noticed is like, for example, uh, heavier set women. I've worked with a lot of women over the years. And I was like, what's the main reason why you, why you feel you put on so much weight? And I had a client say to me, she's like, well, I was sexually abused two different times. And I thought that by gaining all this weight, men would stop finding me attractive. Mm. But guess what? Men also like fat chicks as well. And that's exactly what she said to me. <laughs> So and she was, she was funny. She was lighthearted about it, but she's like, you know, I just, I really didn't feel good about myself and I, I felt the same way. So I think that when it comes to health and fitness, like the physical body is only one part of it. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a small part of it. You also have your spiritual body, your emotional body, your energetic body, all these different like non-physical things that you can't see. So when we get to the core of all of that stuff, we're all just energy because exactly. if you stripped away this body right now, what would you be attached to? You wouldn't be attached to anything. You wouldn't suffer. Like your soul would be liberated. Your soul would be free. So that's the work that I got into only down the path of my own healing. And that's, once again, you can only walk someone down a path that you've walked down your own life. Like you can't sell a product you haven't used. You can try, but you're not going to be good at selling it. You know, so I'm always my own biggest testimonial. Exactly. Yep. It's same here. Exactly what happened with both Shanice and I too. And that's the reason why we've grown so passionate about what we're doing, because what we notice is that there's this huge disconnect in the fitness industry. You know, there's, there's all these plans and all these workouts and all these little workout programs and stuff, but people are not tackling what, exactly what you said, the core of what is occurring, the core of what's allowing these people to not believe in themselves. And the biggest thing that I've noticed too, is that people do not feel deserving. And the reason why they don't feel deserving is because of their past traumas. So that's the reason why we preach, you know, we will build your mind, body and soul. And I feel like we've been tackling into it so much more now, 
especially like after taking your course, which is what I want to talk about too. Your course was so eye-opening for us and it brought so much abundance and so much more transformation in our clients because what you taught in that course, we were able to take in and apply it not only to our life, but their life too. And I'm a huge believer that if we apply it to our life, we open up that vortex. We open up that, that ability to allow our clients to also reap the benefits of what we are learning. So one thing that I do, I want you to kind of like give a brief overview of your course and, and why you feel like it's important to preach the feminine and the masculine energy. Yeah. So many years ago, I discovered these, these words called masculine and feminine. And at the time, I thought that masculine just meant male and feminine meant female. But I was so far off, you know, and a lot of people listening right now might think that as well. But we all carry both masculine and feminine energies within ourselves. A lot of us have repressed the feminine parts of ourselves, the emotional, the feminine parts, the, the feeling parts of ourselves, the sensations, the, the vulnerability, all these very feminine aspects of ourselves, we have repressed and stuffed down because we live in this masculine grid of working, building, achieving, succeeding, which it plays a role. But if you don't have harmony with your heart and you're disconnected from your heart because you've been brought into this masculine society, this, and by the way, this is a very wounded masculine society because it's very forceful, dominant, aggressive, controlling, abusive, and that's the wounded masculine energy. You know, and I, I, we could call that the shadow energy of the masculine. But divine masculine is actually very present, still, strong, holds space, is the container for your feminine energy to flow. So what I experienced for a long time was my feminine energy was blocked and I couldn't allow my emotions to be active to release the pain and the trauma. Your feminine, your inner feminine is your inner healer. So if your inner feminine is blocked because you've been repressed from father energy or even mother energy, then you can't allow that healing to take place to be vulnerable enough to release this toxic stuck energy. Mm. We can look at your emotions like water. Now, if you take a pool of water and it stops flowing and you just let it sit for a while, it starts to build bacteria and eventually becomes poisonous. Same thing with our energy in our body. If your feminine energy stops flowing and that river stops running through you, then it can actually become toxic. And a lot of times people will manifest physical ailments as an excess and abundance of masculine energy because their bodies become so tense and so rigid their physical body actually starts to hurt as a result of it. They may experience a lot of pain in their physical body. So it's so imperative in this human experience to have harmony between your yin and your yang energies, because if you don't and you're, you're out of balance, your life can be chaotic if it's really, if you're over feminine, you have too much feminine energy, or it can be very emotionally unavailable. Like you won't feel anything if your masculine energy is dominant. So these are just examples, but, you know, so throughout this course, I basically laid out everything that I know about masculine and feminine energies through my own practices, through my own embodiment to bring that wisdom to people so they could really learn how to embody it themselves. Because sure, you can understand that maybe I shouldn't eat cake, right? Mm -hmm. Like, cause it's going to make, well, excessive amounts of cake because you can have cake. I love cake. <laughs> there we right? go. I like that better. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. No, no. But like, you know, because like when I was a little kid, I used to eat like tubs of frosting mm -hmm. and like, I love, yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> I love frosting. That was my thing. 
my mom had to hide that from me. The one with like the little like little chips in it, the white frosting, the little Ooh. chips. <laughs> but like I had a serious problem because I was so addicted. Now at a mental level, I knew, hey, maybe you shouldn't be eating this much frosting because it's going to continue to make you overweight and be unhealthy and unhappy. Part of it. And, but I knew at a mind level. So we can know many things, but that's just information. The true wisdom comes from embodiment of what you know. Okay. So I know I need to go to the gym, but to embody it is actually get off your ass and go to the gym and work out. I know at a mind level, I should probably sit down and meditate. Right. But it doesn't, we don't always do that because we, if we just know something and we don't embody it, it's useless. Mm -hmm. so, I love that understanding is the first thing. And that's really what I go through is understanding masculine and feminine energies. And there's a lot to that. And then actually healing the masculine and feminine wounds and then the actual embodiment of the energies. So that's kind of how the whole thing is laid out. Yeah. Which your meditations are phenomenal for that. And just to kind of give you guys and you too, Jake, a little brief overview of how this household was working. So uh, just so you know, Shanice and I live together. We're business partners. We're best friends. We're client coaches. Like, to each other. So we have a lot of relationships, right? <laughs> and one of the biggest things that we realize is, wow, we're really good at being each other's client and coach. We're really good at being roommates and we're really good at being business partners. But what was missing was our friendship. So we were good at doing all the masculine stuff. And that's so funny because literally we made this realization where we were, we, we were having, we're getting really good at talking now though, like holding space for each other and having that flow, which is awesome. But it happened, we had like this small little misunderstanding and then we both realized, I was like, do you realize we don't even ask each other like how our day has gone? Do you realize we don't even have like friend time? And she's like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> and then you reached out with the, with the course and we took it together. And one of the biggest things that we both realized was, which you just said that just, that really just blew my mind that the feminine energy is the inner healer. The, what happened with us is we've been doing all this healing on our own, but what we didn't realize is that we, we didn't have feminine. So how can we even heal if we don't have that feminine energy running through us, right? So after we took your course, we were, it was so funny. We would stop it and be like, oh my God, that makes so <laughs> much sense. Wow. <laughs> and then like, literally, I know we were like, so like, it was awesome. And um, so we started actually doing the meditations and embodying it. And what we realized was, I was always, I grew up with this mindset of like, I need to be successful, successful. That was my top value, right? Up to like probably a month ago with this whole quarantine thing, that value changed. But my value was success, success, success. Like I need to be like working 15 hours a day. If I like, I was doing the crazy masculine thing and I didn't even realize that. And then once I started actually scheduling in time to be feminine within my masculine schedule, like all right, like I know that I'm going to be working from this time to this time, but from this time to this time, I'm going to have a dance party. I'm going to do your female embodiment meditation and really like feel myself move and dance and just allow that energy flow. Once I started doing that, I started realizing that all I need is six hours a day to be productive and get way more done. And not only that, because I have this flow and because I'm healing these layers, I am allowing so much abundance in from clients in the middle of this whole quarantine, our business is doing the best that it's ever has because we are allowing this energy flow. So it's, it's phenomenal to see what it has done in our life. And now we're bringing it into our, our clients too, whenever they're feeling so tense, so rigid, which I want to ask you that too. Would you say that 
doing more of like lifting, like heavy lifting and muscle mind connection and all that, would you say that's more masculine? Yes. Because you're only, only because you're building something. Okay. Mm. So masculine like is that. building. Yeah. It's, masculine is the erecting energy. Okay. You know. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And now, would you say more like stretching and yoga and Zumba? Flow. That's anything. That's flow is feminine. Okay, I love that. So that's a perfect way for um, all you listeners to also have some balance with your energies. Like, think about it. You're going to be lifting. You're going to be doing all this building, all this masculine energy, and that's the reason why we preach doing some yoga and doing some stretching is also so important because. The more that we keep building our muscles like that, the more tense and rigid we feel. But then when you allow that stretching and that yoga, it just, it really allows you to be more in flow, like you just said. So, well, it's all, remember too, feminine energy is life force. So mm -hmm. without, without life force, you don't live, you know? So mm -hmm. you can build a beautiful body, but if you don't have the feminine flow, then, and this is for men too, because I do feminine embodiment, I practice these things, but if you don't have the feminine flow, It'd be like this. You have a car, right? You have an engine in your car? Mm-hmm. Okay. So your engine, the internal engine would be like your feminine energy. And now if the engine becomes corroded with toxic gas or whatever you put into it, that engine is not going to run properly. Your shell, the external vehicle, is the masculine energy. Anything external is masculine. Anything internal is feminine. Mm, I love okay. that. So when your oil becomes plugged because the feminine flow of the oil through your engine, you have to allow that to free up. Now, look at, let's look at it more like a, at a uh, collective level right now because this is what we're all experiencing. At a collective level, a lot of us have a very imbalanced masculine feminine energy because we all live in a very masculine grid of like business is very masculine. Like it's very like structured planning, organizing, strategizing, and it's always in the logical mind, which is the masculine energy logic. Our feminine is not really supported in the world and within business. And we don't have the ability or we do if we allow it to be intuitive, to be in touch with our feelings, you know, to bring in this gentleness and softness to a workplace because that doesn't make money and that's weak. Right. That's, that's, that's bullshit. I feel that that's not true because that creates a massive imbalance, mm -hmm. but at a collective level, which really is all the same energy. It's almost like if you looked at like a giant bolt and around that bolt is corrosion, like rusted corrosion kind of energy and the feminine is locked. So right now we are working on as the divine feminine rises, as a healthy divine masculine rises, we are working on breaking free that locked feminine energy within our world. Now, Mother Earth is feminine energy. The flow of the ocean, the flow of the air is all feminine, okay? So as we heal Mother Earth and as we heal ourselves with the feminine energy, we create an environment where flowers can blossom and we can feel the vibration of love and that liquid flowing divine love and life force through all of us. So the more we support and nurture and nourish our inner feminine, the more we actually activate that within the entire collective energy field. I love that. That's, I, that's, that's really good. I love that. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, I have no words for that. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so what would you say are some good practices for someone in, let's say they're, they're starting their journey with, with health and fitness. And what would you say are some good practices for them to be able to start? Because I know it's, it's already so challenging for them when they start this journey. 
what would you say in your opinion with what you've seen is a good way for them to start embodying this this feminine and masculine balance and harmony which one do you want to work on first? <laughs> uh, so that's that's what they gotta they gotta decipher first what they what well you gotta working. figure out what you need more of and that's what what you want to look at in your life and say to yourself is my life really chaotic disorganized all over the place your your feminine is probably imbalanced at that point right am I super emotional all the time I can't seem to be grounded your feminine is probably imbalanced or are you very rigid, stressed out, you're always overthinking, and you're very masculine and balanced because you're always in your masculine energy, which a lot of people sh struggle with both as well. So first, I would say identify what areas of your life you need more flow in, if you need flow of the feminine, or you may maybe need more structure of your inner masculine. So that's really what you get to ask yourself is take a look at your life, ask yourself, where do I need work? You know, am I imbalanced with my feminine, am I imbalanced with my masculine? And take a look at that and then start inviting in some of this energy into your life. For example, if you are a single mom who works two jobs and you're providing for your three kids and you're always in your masculine energy, you have to have a practice, a daily practice. I would invite you to have a daily practice of being in your feminine, embodying your feminine energy, because if you don't, you're always staying in this masculine energy and you end up being very stressed out worried and all these different things start manifesting because of this. And it's the same thing with a man. If you're, if you're always in this masculine energy and you're like, man, like I just really want to connect with a woman, but you don't have any depth with your emotions because you have no connection to your feminine heart. And you're trying to connect with a woman at a deeper level than just her physical body. You have to get in touch with your own inner feminine because she is only going to mirror back to you your own feminine energy. She's only going to be a reflection of that. Mm -hmm. And she may mirror back to you your own wounded feminine energy if you are imbalanced. So it's the same thing with women. Women are like, well, like I want to call in a divine masculine man. But if you're so busy being in your masculine, you actually energetically will block him Hell because it, yes, you're repelling sexually. Yeah. So you have to, there's different ways to look at it. But I mean, these are, these are thousands of examples I could give. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. That's why if you're listening, you have to take a look at Jake Woodard's course and look at his page. And he's always just posting so much awesome content. You really are like, I've, we, it's funny how this all started because it was like probably like two years ago that my friends and I would just send each other your stuff, like podcasts and content and this and that. And like when my, when my clients are really struggling with anything, I always send them meditations and things like that, that allows them to kind of learn more about themselves on an inner level. And you've been a huge part of that. So thank you for that. Now I do want to ask you a really fun question. What does yeah. your health and fitness routine look like? Try to be as active as possible. You know, like I believe, I believe wholeheartedly in health and fitness, eat healthy. I've eaten a all plant-based diet for over five years. Wow. Um, drink great water. Good. Have a good water source. I go, I actually get my own water from a local spring. Um, you know, I believe, I believe in having a good water source. So health and fitness is huge. I exercise, try to exercise daily, definitely do stretching. I'm getting more into stretching because my hips have been so tight. Mm. Same. You know, I really do believe in, believe in, yeah, have a healthy, have a healthy relationship with, with your exercising, but you can become obsessed with it. And I feel like for a long time, I was obsessed with the physical body and I spent very little time on my spiritual body, you know? So it's, it's almost useless if you have this beautiful body, but you're emotionally, you're shit inside, yep. you know? Yep. So like, 
your inner world is <laughs> every bit as important, if not more important than your outer world. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the, the physical body is your outer world, you know, so it's your, your health and fitness is your outer world, but the inner world, you have to have practices for your inner world, such as a formal sitting meditation or some primal feminine dance to get active and get that emotion flowing in your body. You know, there's a lot of different things that you can do, but my health and fitness is eat as clean as possible. You know, of course I have like the 90% rule, like where I used to try to like hundred percent and be perfect, but 90% of the time I eat as clean as I can. And then, you know, at 10%, whatever, and then exercise, cardiovascular, stretching, yoga, whatever, getting into nature. I love hiking, like hiking, anything outdoors. I'm a huge advocate of that. Just connecting with nature. Yes. But those are, those are the pretty simple things that are most people are going to tell you to do, you know, but I'm going to, I'm going to invite you to go beyond that and go in, go inward and have a relationship to your inner being, to your inner energy and understand yourself. And the question that most people cannot answer when I ask them this question is three words. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Not who you think you are. Not who you think you are. Who are you at your core? Who are you beyond your labels, your identities, your social status, even your gender? Who are you? I love that. And that is why we preach what we preach. And that is why we want to bring this into the fitness industry because it's missing. Because that's, imagine, that's the thing too. It's like people either go one way or the other, but how can, that's what Shanice and I are working so hard on is merging the two. Because exactly what you said, it's like, yes, you can be this beautiful body on the outside. And we've both been there. We've done bikini competitions and we've looked amazing, but inside you can even just see it in our old photos and our old stage photos our eyes look like we had no souls because <laughs> there was so much we were doing it for the wrong reasons and i mean well there's no right or wrong but we were doing it for the reasons that at that moment we thought were identifying with who we are in the moment but once we started really shedding layers and layers and layers we started noticing that we started shedding even more layers in our outer body too and that's what we've been seeing with our clients the clients that make the best results are the ones that go inward, just like you said. And that's what, it's funny because when we started the mind, body, soul thing, we weren't even fully into mind, body, soul. But lately, like I said, it's been more than ever. And I started, I literally took a step back and I was like, okay, which clients are the ones that are making the best results? This, 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 and this. Okay. The ones that are making the best results are the ones that are going inward. The ones that are are listening to what I'm talking about when it comes to energy, when it comes to really embodying and focusing on like visualizing, visualizing who they want to be and embodying that. So it's just amazing to see the transformations in that sense. And then compared to the transformations of the people that don't listen to that stuff. So super, yeah, super. Think about it like this too. Like you can be like, I, I know some healers that are, that do not have the greatest physical body, but their light body is so active that they fill a room with their energy. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about beautiful healing light energy that you would just meet them and be like, whoa. Like you <laughs> wouldn't even think about their physical body because their energy, their energetic body is so like vibrant. And they just, they embody the true like divine being, the, the soul's energy. And when your soul starts shining through the cracks of your ego and you start illuminating yourself, it's just like, it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you'll, you'll notice too that like the physical body is important, but re always remember this, you are decaying flesh, yeah. okay? 
So you're trying to preserve something that is ultimately going to go back into earth. Okay. Yeah. But what is, what is eternal is the soul energy and your, your temple, your body is, is that temple that the soul lives within while you're here. Your soul incarnates into this form and it takes on a birth known as a body, a human body. It's almost like you go and lease a vehicle. You go and lease a vehicle for 60, 70, maybe 80 or 90 years, right? But at some point you turn that vehicle back in and then you, you know, your soul goes on to the next form, the next realm or back to wherever it's going. Source energy, maybe, hopefully. But, you know, it's, we have to look at it deeper than just the physical body because the physical body is a small part of this human experience. We are in this, this spiritual realm of energy and a lot of people disconnect from it because we live in this 3D realm, right? Where everything is materialistic, money, cars, houses. Okay, but is any of that gonna help you get free? Mm -hmm. Is any of that help, gonna help you become enlightened? You know, like why, why did your soul incarnate into this form? You wanna get free. You don't have to keep coming back here, whether you believe in reincarnation or not. You don't want to have to keep coming back into this, this, this earthly plane of existence. This entire earthly plane of existence has been programmed with, with fear and guilt and shame and all these lower frequency stuff. So when you start really climbing this ladder of consciousness and really anchoring into this stuff, your entire life changes. And then people come up to you like, hey, what's going on? Like what skin regimen are you on? Like you drinking like a certain type of water because your light is literally pouring out of your face and out of your body. And people are just like, what are you doing? And like, wow, you're glowing. You is, yeah, you're glowing. Mm -hmm. But that's what that means is the inner light within you, the Atman, which is what they call it in Hinduism is the inner light within me is glowing. Okay. So when that starts glowing very brightly, you become this healing beacon for other people to see their own inner light. Only when you've done the inner work will other, you'll be able to reflect back people's lights within them. Mm -hmm. Until you'll just re keep reflecting back their wounds because you still have your own shit that you're, you're working on. And it especially manifests in relationships when people are like, oh, I just keep attracting toxic partners. Have you looked within? Have you looked, yep. looked within why you keep attracting toxic partners? Exactly. Because everything on your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. Everything. And another huge thing too, for instance, like with Shanice too, in, in the bodybuilding industry, it's all about the physical, all about the physical. But what we've noticed with the clients that we do have that we, like we kind of teach them to go within is that their physical body before they get on stage looks way, way better than when they first started, of course, because they're doing both. They're focusing on the outside, but mostly the inside. So that's something too that we're focusing on is bringing it into the bodybuilding industry because we don't see that. We don't see yeah. that a lot. Well, that's the thing is if you want to bring forward any type of healing to this planet, you have to first do it with yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. And as the more that light within you shines, the more other people can see their own inner light. Yep. And when that starts happening, the, the beauty on this planet really just it shifts, you know, and like we create an environment for true healing and that happens by people going inward to realize their true essence not their ego but their true essence you know your ego will have you programmed to think that you're not worthy enough you're not good enough you can always look better you can always have more money like it's always in the future and it's always in the past but the soul is totally totally eternal totally content and totally unconditionally loving so that's where you really have to look at yourself and really just get to ask, you know, where am I blocked? Who have I closed my heart to? Mm -hmm. Who do I need to forgive? And these are just questions that 
I throw out there very lightheartedly, but these are deep questions because people are like, well, I'm not ready to forgive and maybe you're not. But when you are, you'll know because it will just start to release from you. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I always preach that too, because forgiveness and gratitude are like the highest, like the most uh, positive, uh, positively charged emotions. So I always preach that too. It's forgiving and being in a state of gratitude. So love it. Awesome, Jake. Even just coming into that awareness too, like that I I should forgive. Yeah. Is there anything that, that you would like to discuss with you personally? Anything, any questions that you have for me personally on this, on this episode? Anything I can dig into for you? Um, while you have me on here. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yes, I would. So one, I actually want to give you like a little of a background on this whole thing. So one thing that I've been really, really, the more layers that I've shed, the more that I realize um, what's really haunting me and what's really getting in my way of being at my, my highest self. And the biggest thing that I noticed is judgment. So before this, podcast episode yesterday, last night, I was like freaking out. I'm going to be super vulnerable. I was like freaking out. And I was like, I don't know, like what questions am I going to ask? I've never done this before. Yada, yada. And then I was like, I'm just going to write out in my journal. This is something that I do all the time. I write out in my journal, all my thoughts, just so that way I know what's going on and I can just release them instead of having them get me in this loophole. Um, and the first one that I wrote was what would he think of me? And I was like, excuse me. I literally like took, take a look, took a look at that. And I was like, all right, we got something way bigger here to do than think about some interview questions. Like, let's keep journaling. So I kept journaling and I was like, this judgment, like I just keep feeling judged and judged and judged. And I was like, I was trying to go back in time to times in my life with my parents and my, and my friends and school where I felt judged. And I actually made a huge realization that it wasn't really other people that were judging me. It was myself judging myself because I was raised in a household where when we would go somewhere, as soon as we got in the car, it was automatic talking about the people's place that we were just in. So I started thinking that that's how everyone worked, that everyone in my outer reality was just judging, 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 judging me. (laughs) And in reality, what I've noticed is that all the all the judgments that I felt were of myself. I created these identities. I created these stories based on things that would happen where I would feel, where I felt like embarrassed. And so that's like something that's huge that I'm trying to, or not trying, but I'm healing in myself is letting go of that judgment. And even like in this conversation here, I start hearing those thoughts. So what would you say is like, of something that can help that, like that fear of judgment and can just like allow me to release that and let it go. And just what are you afraid of? <laughs> what was that? What are you afraid of? Um, I guess that's a really good question. It's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very, I guess I'm very focused on what other people think about me instead of me just being my, myself. And when it's funny because when I feel in flow, I know who I am, but there's times where it's still just, mm, it just like covers me. You know what I mean? Whose validation are you still seeking? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, definitely, definitely both my mom and my dad. Yeah, because that's something too. I've been working with a transpersonal psychologist, which I've been talking about a lot too on these episodes and stuff. And one of the biggest things that, that I always felt like I needed to do was to, to feel validated by my mom and my, and my dad. My dad was barely around. He was barely in my life. So um, a huge thing for me with food 
was that whenever I, we would go to a restaurant and I wouldn't finish all my food, my dad would get really upset with me. So I started creating these behaviors of eating way more than I needed to because I wanted to make my dad happy and get his validation because, hey, look, dad, you brought me to this restaurant. So now I ate all my food and you should be proud of me. And that carried on. We literally just made that realization the other day. And that carried on to my patterns until recently when I decided to put an end to that. So that validation definitely from my mom and my dad. More specifically, your father? I would say so. If I could see you at an energy level, which I do, I see this little girl Mm -hmm. at a very young age, maybe around five years old. And she is just looking at her father, craving his, his love, craving his support, craving his validation, all things that a little girl would do. And her father just turns his head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And my dad did the same thing. And I know what that feels like. It hurts. It hurts Mm -hmm. really bad. Because you so badly want to be supported and loved and validated by your dad. But the truth is, the more you seek it, the more you'll probably never get it. Like I've, I've never got that from my dad. I know I never will. But the thing is, you can validate yourself if you choose to. And you can start giving that little girl the support and love that she needs in order to feel successful, not be successful at a society level, what everyone tells you, but in order to feel like you're truly a success, not how much money you make, not how many clients you have, not what your house is, your car, none of that, how you feel internally. That's what I feel like is a battle with me because I'm like one moment, especially lately, I've been really, really in tune. I've been really just feeling so good, so flowy, so awesome and like embodying everything. I've been doing courses and I just feel really, I feel like I'm finally getting to a point where that I've been wanting to get to where my light is shining a lot more, but then I have this battle. It's like one day is good. And then the next day is just like that fear of judgment and that validation. And I hear, you know, when like you keep hearing things and you're like, okay, I know I need to validate myself. I know I need to love myself. I know this, I know that, but it just, it doesn't click. Self-love finally clicked for me. I'm learning how to truly like, I look at myself in the mirror and I stare at my eyes and I tell myself I love myself and I'm starting to feel that. But when it comes to validation, that is the huge part where I'm still battling and I notice it in like just how I feel um, with like my, like my friendships, my relationships. Like we have people over and I'm just automatically thinking all the time, what are these people thinking about me? Da, da, da. But, in my, but in my soul, my heart, I know that those thoughts don't belong to me. So it's like, that's what's been the huge battle for me, especially lately. Close your eyes, both of you. And just soften the tension in your shoulders, let down your guard. Soften the tension in your jaw. You're safe here. And just feel the energy in your belly. Any fears that you may have. Feel into your throat and the energy of your throat. Do you have any blocked shame or guilt that you're not speaking? Soften the tension in your back. And just kind of feel yourself melting into this chair, to this seat. And I want to take you back to a time when you were five years old. 
and seeing that little beautiful self, that little inner child. Seeing their light, seeing their glow. Can you see how free you are, how playful you are? Running around, feeling the flow of love. Now at some point, someone came along and told you to stop, and told you who to be, told you how to be, how to look, how to dress, what to say, what to eat. And you started to believe that person because you were just a little girl, a little boy, and you felt this energy and you were just so vulnerable. I want you to see your father from your five-year-old self looking at him and just observe how you seek his validation, how you seek his approval, how you seek his support. And you can just see the sadness and despair on your face at five years old, feeling this hurt feeling abandoned, feeling neglected, because you were never enough. And just breathing into this moment, keeping your heart open. Now I want you to envision walking up to your inner child, reaching out, grabbing them by their hands and pulling them into you, looking them in their eyes. And telling them that they are safe now. You no longer need to hide. You no longer need to seek this external validation Wrap your arms around yourself. And I want you to visualize giving your inner child a hug. And repeat the words out loud after me. I see you for all that you are. I see you for all that you are. You are now safe to shine. You are now safe to shine. I give you the love and support that you need. I give you the love and support that you need. Feeling their love, feeling their presence, looking them in their eyes and saying the words, I love you. I love you. And as you pull them closer to you, I want you to visualize merging them with your heart merging back to your childlike innocence, merging with your joy, releasing the pain of your mother or your father, no longer hiding, no longer running. 
and come back to center, letting your arms down. Now, Joe, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Shanice. All right, guys. So during this time, Jake put Shanice and I through an individual healing session, and it was one of the most beautiful things we've experienced. We've actually agreed on keeping this private since it was very personal for now, and it'll also keep the podcast a lot shorter. So just understand that right now on the path that we are at we're not ready to let something like this out into the public but it was phenomenal and we couldn't thank jake enough but now we'll get back to the ending of this amazing podcast wish we would have done that before the podcast wow. <laughs> why we want the raw vulnerable you know <laughs> i just feel so much better same i was literally like the whole yeah. time and now I'm like <laughs> <laughs> that's the power of healing I know you know so and think about this you know I, I'm just only the reflection in the mirror so you can see your own wounds yeah so true that was really good was you really both good. are such beautiful souls and you have so much to give and are giving and continue to give it to this world and now more than ever, the world and the people in this world and the beings in this world, they need all of this love. And you can't give love if you're still holding on to pain, even unconsciously. Wow. I didn't even know this about her, by the way. <laughs> and we tell each other everything. So that was Energy amazing. can't lie. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. It's something I feel like I, I, that kept coming up for me, especially even when I listen to your podcast. I feel the 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 blockage like I feel like it's something that I'm not facing you see how open she is right now yeah <laughs> her, her channel her channel just went from this to this yeah like the lotus the lotus flower when it opens it the all of the petals open it's like so transformational yeah and the innocence and it keeps yeah. opening it all makes sense like the innocence and I used to have so much our friendship almost like you know it was rough because I had so much anger inside of me and I never understood why. And I never understood why I had so much anger, especially when I drink. Yeah, I could, I could totally feel that block in your womb. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, whenever you started speaking to her, I, I couldn't stop crying. I felt it. That was, that was good. That was awesome. It was releasing through you too. I like, I smiling. I, I literally, <laughs> literally, okay, is that what was happening? Because I was like, like I was feeling it for her. <laughs> yeah, which is purging through both of you. Yes, that was awesome. Powerful. I can just imagine like your retreats too. Which, by the way, we're definitely gonna go to one. Like it's happening. <laughs> I've I've told you that for so long, but it's happening. Like we, we this break... all happened for a reason. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have so much love for both of you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Do you have any other questions? Oh, I got I got a poem that I want to end with. If we're Ooh, okay. Ending. It's called, it? the, it's called The Awakened Heart. I wrote this a while back. Ooh. Your time here is limited, but there's a reason why you visited. Think of all the people you can help heal when you open your heart and start to feel. The beauty of your essence comes from your loving presence. Remember to always stay curious and don't take things too serious. Don't stress the past or what happened last. Don't worry about what's to come. It will leave you feeling numb. Feel free to smile more than once in a while. Forgive others who have hurt you because they hurt too. Be gentle with yourself and you will find that inner peace is the ultimate wealth. See hard times as a way for you to grow 
and the light within you will really start to glow. I love that. That's love amazing. That so I felt that in my heart. <laughs> well, Jake, thank you so much. Um, I definitely want you to let all the listeners know where they can find you. In their heart. In their heart. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. The first place to find anyone, look within your heart. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast as well, The Awake with Jake Show. And, you know, I, I have over 160 episodes on there and a bunch of guided meditations and stuff. My Instagram is very active. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the two places that you can find me. And one last question for you that I must ask. <laughs> what do you believe it takes to live a fit and fulfilled life? Mm, I love this. By allowing love to flow through you and being the embodiment of a pure soul to bring forth healing into our world and to touch the lives of other people, the more that you activate this deep healing within yourself and all fulfillment at a soul level comes from being of service and feeling that, that love that you're giving out and also receiving the more that you help other people heal. No matter what work you do in this life, allow it to be work at the deepest level possible that you can do and that you know that your soul is calling you toward and allowing yourself to feel free and be free so you can go back home. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Jake. The way that I felt in the beginning of this to the, <laughs> compared to how I feel now is completely different. You're amazing. I appreciate you so much. We love you. Thank you so, so much for your value and for everything and for what you do in this world for people. Thank you. I love you guys too. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you both. Uh, wasn't that just so amazing? All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. I hope you took so much wisdom from Jake and us and everything that you just heard in this podcast. If you could please do me a favor, don't forget to subscribe, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your Instagram story, and let us know what your biggest takeaway was from it. I love you so much and keep being awesome. Thank <laughs> you.